Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the 25 Live. This is our New Year's Eve special. Uh, with me today is Chief Tom Kruger. Now, uh, Chief Kruger started his career with the Lincolnshire Riverwoods Fire Protection District back in 2000. Uh, Chief Kruger worked his way up the ranks and became chief on December 1st, 2014. Uh, chief Kruger was also the former union president of Local 4224, in which he was promoted out of the union by rank. Not hard. <laughs> uh, Lincolnshire Riverview Fire Protection District has three stations and is located approximately 45 minutes from uh, northeast of Chicago. It could be a little bit less, probably a little bit longer uh, from what uh, what I know. Unless you leave at like four or five in the morning like you do to go to work. Is that right? Three, three in the morning. Three, three, in, three in the morning. Yeah. All right. Who's counting? Who's keeping track? <laughs> not, not I for sure. Yes, sir. Well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, I had the pleasure of spending a week with your department uh, back uh, a little over a year ago, November of, of 2018. And uh, cancer is clearly something that your department takes personal. Do you want to kind of go into to why that would be? Yeah. Um, in about 2013, I think it was, uh, we had one of our lieutenants uh just not feeling good. Now, this guy was uh, definitely upcoming leader. He started in July of 2000, and I started in February. So we both started almost the same time. Um, but both of us, real energetic, and went up through the ranks, really involved in training. I mean, the guy was – Jimmy is a is – a, I keep saying is because I'll get choked up when I talk about it, but uh, he's an icon in our department, and – just all, all around great guy. And what I admired most about him, uh, just give a brief history about him. The guy would never get mad. I would always be losing my temper and getting mad over everything. And this guy would never get mad. Always calm. Always insightful and prolific all the time, man. But just all around great guy. Everybody says that and everybody passes away. Except for me, they're going to say good riddance. But uh, for for uh, for Jimmy, man, it's, it's always, you know, Great guy, great leader, great fireman, he always training. He would just drive some guys nuts, his constant training. Him and I would go back and forth about different ideas. Uh, and I can go on and on about this guy, but just just a great all-around person, man. He uh, real big into fitness, big into weightlifting, uh, everything. And then all of a sudden he had a little cough and didn't think nothing of it. Ah, it's no big deal. Goes in for a couple more tests. Uh, I talked to him. You know, he says, oh, I'm in the hospital now. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I got bronchitis. I think it's bronchitis. And I give him the medications. Long story short, bam, you got you got some rare ass uh, heart cancer, carcinoma, pericarditis, uh, whatever it was, man. Mesothemioma was what he really got diagnosed with. But just like, bam. And you got you got a year to live and it, it, it was, it crushed our freaking department, man. Cause he was, you know, just, we never thought it would happen. We always say that, you know, you know, you never think it happens to you, but it did. And this guy is a freaking warrior. He fought it. He fought it tooth and nail. He had more operations done. He had more stuff taken out of him and ripped to pieces. And the guy would always be fighting back and he would never, never lose hope up until the day the day he passed away and he he was always fighting 
always, always energetic and always keeping people's spirits up. But, uh, and that hit the department hard, uh, for my personally, myself, my, both my parents died of cancer. My father-in-law died all within three years. So not to say I'm, I had some experience with it, but I knew what to expect. But a lot of guys here, this is their first time even dealing, we have a young department, dealing with death, dealing with something like this. Uh, you know, we go on ambulance calls and we see that, but this is the, this is where it hit home. And it hit, it hit our department pretty hard, man. How, how in the hell can this happen to this great guy? Like, how, It's not fair. And, you know, everybody's pissed off. And so that's when we, and after he passed away, it's two years. Uh, today was his, uh, his funeral. Uh, two years ago today and so uh, we decided that you know we, we we're not going to stop cancer it's a big buzzword like it was hazmat in the 70s or 80s or whatever uh, but we're going to start at least starting to do something within the department so we all came together it wasn't me it was everybody included everybody had a had a piece of the action so we started with a cancer initiative about washing our gear, uh, washing our hoods, being real diligent about buying top of the line stuff for washing uh, our gear, um, but making sure everybody's got two sets of terms. We're, we're fortunate enough that we have, we're in a fluent community. We have, we, we have a good tax base so we can use our funds appropriately to spend on guys with second set of gear. Uh, we went to the Lexapol system for uh, policies and we had a we have about four or five policies on cancer prevention um, about what happens after the fire what happens you get a second set of gear shower within the hour um, one of our uh, biggest purchases is probably our sauna systems for uh, our stations uh, we just put in for another sauna at our our third and our last station but this caused some angst because a lot of guys thought it was bs you know you're not going to you know, and then some white papers came out by some other organizations, and it's all in perspective. And the way I looked at it was that I'm kind of a, I think, somewhat a healthy person, or try to be, but, and the sauna was more, was not just to get the toxins out, and there's still not enough empirical data, I think, to support that, but if it makes, when guys come out of it, they feel well, they feel better, they get to stretch, and it's all about overall health. You improve your overall health, you're kind of get you're kind of on your step to it's not gonna cure cancer, but it may prolong it. Who knows? But it made the it made the guys feel better. And still I use it every day. I try to. A lot of guys use it. So it is what it is. You can say, you know, you can people on one side, Republicans and Democrats, you can say whatever you want about it, but there is some empirical data that's for overall health, I think it's 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 good. So uh, I, I think that's uh, probably a whole other discussion yeah. for a whole other podcast. Thanks for thanks for cutting me off. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're good though. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. clearly clearly this became personal, and right. and you really said, "All right, well, what can we do to make sure this never happens again?" Right, and we do get uh, we do get annual physicals every year. Uh, we had cancer, the, the cancer dogs that came out, another thing that, you know, it's still, there's not a lot of data on, but we're trying everything we can, not just to prevent cancer, but to increase our overall, overall health. And that includes eating. Uh, I remember when I first started, I grew up in South Side of Chicago. All my relatives are all 
my grandfather, my cousins, they're all Chicago firefighters. I rode there. We ate like crap. You smoked cigarettes. You did all that, but we're, we're finding out, man, it, it, it is not, you know, we got to do something. So last week we even stepped it up another notch to improve our general health. And there is some backing behind it for cancer prevention is doing Tai Chi and yoga. So we started that uh, last week. We had a lady come out and that, that got some pretty good results. So, I mean, there's just, the list goes on and on how we're, and we never, even we, I hate, I always hate saying never forget. I always like saying always remember because forget has some negative connotation to it. Always remembering, and we, you know, we have Jimmy everywhere, man. So, and every time uh, uh, we try to do something in his honor, and that's, that's the biggest thing I got, like, for this podcast, I think, was that we're going to talk about cancer prevention and what we've done. So, um, I think other, other, What's what's nice is other departments are calling us and saying, hey, we heard about what you guys are doing over there. What are you guys doing? Can we steal your policies? Absolutely. You can steal them. But I go, my only thing is that if you steal them, that if you make it better, you got to let me know because I want to I want to constantly keep improving. It's ever evolving. Um, even we just bought a new gear dryer because our, our other gear dryer, you can only do a couple sets at a time and we're washing our gear. I mean, I've never seen it before. Guys, we're washing our gear, training fires, uh, car fires. We're just, we're bagging our, we're bagging our gear, taking it home. We're not putting it in the cabs. We're trying to be, you can only do so much. I mean, we're not going to go, uh, really crazy. And, but we we're, I think we go above and beyond most places, but other places around us, it's nice to see that they're, they're catching on. So I'll stop rambling if you want to ask questions. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I, I appreciate that. Um, and, you know, being there firsthand, I saw I saw how personal it was and how how you did want to to get better and how there was buy-in. Like, right. like your firefighters wanted to make sure that they've already seen this. They've already learned from Jim's experience. They, you know, they don't need to relive that. So let's do everything we can. Yeah. So that doesn't happen again. I mean, that I could tell everything I was talking about. It was taken to heart. Yeah. I mean, we even had some guys uh, stop smoking, and we don't we don't have a lot of smokers anymore. Uh, a couple guys stopped chewing uh, after that. We still have some stragglers laying around, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it it hit them when you when you experience that firsthand, man. It's and you go to that funeral, it just it it hits you hard, man. So you're, and usually sometimes, you know, you see it and some guys, say, I'll stop, you know, next week I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to stop. But we really took it to heart. Like you said, and after Jimmy passed that we made, we made some, some changes, uh, all around. So it's, it's been, uh, it's still ever evolving and we're always trying to improve it, trying to look at different stuff, look at the, you know, way people, people are doing stuff. We're going now we're building a new station, uh, pretty, hopefully pretty soon. Uh, that's taken forever, but our new station is, you know, the new thing is now is the hot warm zone. I mean, we're, we're even going above and beyond that. We're, uh, we have a foreign fire insurance board that we get money from. We get about, you know, $40,000 a year that we can buy for extra stuff for the fire department. So we, we were looking at new furniture. Now we're even, we're even, our firefighters are even looking at, do they have the flame retardant on there? They, they don't want that flame retardant off because with the PFOAs and all the other stuff going on with that, all those carcinogens. We're, we're, we're even looking at our furniture that we've never looked at before. We always look for the cheapest price, and we're not doing that. 
we're looking at what's what's best for you know our, our guys and and so guys are really doing a lot of research on the new station and how how can we improve that or any kind of time we buy a new piece of furniture that yeah it's it is it not the, who cares if it's the, the the cheapest we want it so we're not uh you know impeding our health or making our health even worse without us just sitting there doing nothing so i mean it's 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 coming it was just kind of funny we we're talking about it the other day that you know we never looked at that stuff ever but now people have a vested interest in it and it was i, I mean jimmy made the ultimate sacrifice for for all of us i mean so hopefully you know we get it here and then it it it's contagious for other departments too so we'll see how how, how far we, we take it with that no, it'll be great to see that station design. I, I yeah. had uh, Paul Erickson who who came up with that hot zone design just about a probably about a month ago. Um, talk to me. He's going to be at our upcoming conference here in October. Okay, we saw him at the the I think it was the one of the station design conferences. I think it was Paul Erickson. I think that was, that was the guy. Nice. What he was yes. there talking. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Great, it's come a long great, way, man. Oh, absolutely great stuff. It really is. I wanted to circle back. And you're probably going to punch me in the mouth. I mean, you probably already want to punch me in the mouth, but you're, you're definitely going to want to punch me in the mouth oh kind of going back here. So I had, I'll, I'll get to that by telling my kind of story real quick. I, uh, this past September went to Colorado Springs, the IFF Memorial in which it was my responsibility to hand off a flag to one of our, our widows, um, from one of our firefighters who died of cancer. Mm-hmm. That was 11 months removed from when Bobby actually passed away. And I felt like, you know, I, I did the job. I did it. I, I rehearsed. I knew exactly what I was going to say. I said it. Uh, I, I did what I was supposed to. When I walked away, it was like my soul left my body. I was right. done. Yeah. I was a mess. And that's 11 months later. Wow. How... Do you do something like this six days later? It was tough, man. It was probably the. I mean, I'm a fairly new chief, and I, I, I mean, I, that was that was brutal, man. That you talking about six days later after he died, or or what did we? Yeah, well, six yeah. days after he died, when when you had the funeral for him. Yeah, it was. I, I dreaded it, man. I dreaded. I dreaded. Uh, how am I? What, what am I going to say? What am I going to? You know. We practiced here even with the flag thing. We kind of joking around a little bit. Everybody was it was more of a, uh, nervous laughter and people trying to make jokes just because we didn't want to think about it. But I would talk to my wife about it, man. I'm just like, I dread it. I, I dreaded that day and presenting that flag to his wife. And it was, uh, it sucked, man. It was, I, I hope, you know, I probably, I hate to say it, I probably would have felt better if, if he would have died in a fire you know what i mean i tell my wife thinks i'm nuts that i said sometimes i hope i i shouldn't say hope but that's the way i want to go everybody wants to go being the hero but man when you die of that it's like man you can't you know i i try to do everything he could and so that was it was tough and was it was and she was really nice about it uh it was probably you know it was harder given the uh the helmet and the badge to his kids because that oh man that was that was uh, that was rough. The, the daughter was probably the roughest. And being the goofball that I am, I gave the helmet to his daughter and said, you know, 
I go, I want you to wear this on every date you go on because uh, no one's going to mess with you if you have that fireman helmet on because you're, you know, everybody knows it's your dad's and no one's going to mess with you. So make sure you wear it on your prom date. Make sure you wear it on your wedding day, you know, so nobody messes with you. But that, and everybody kind of laughed a little bit, but I had to do something to, to lighten the mood up. But it was, it, it was tough, man. It was, and I've been to, I mean, I, I play the bagpipes. I do a lot of funerals and I didn't play them for Jimmy because that was not my duty that day. But it was the whole thing, the culmination of everything, man, was just, oh, it was, it, it was, it was tough, man. I'm, and there's probably about 10% of me that was glad I'm, I did it because I want, I wanted to be the one, you know, that, that to, for our department to do that. But that's, Everybody says, oh, it's part of the job or this, but man, you, you you can't prepare. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're chief of New York, Chicago, you you can't prepare for that, man. It's and if it doesn't bother you, then you're you might as well go work at Burger King, man, and, and give somebody a hamburger because that's it's it's tough. It hit home, man. And and I'm fortunate enough that I work I work for a lot of good guys. And so we all had that support. So it was it was kinda it, it was it was good, but uh it was tough like you said man like you said 11 months it don't matter i bet you do it 11 years from now and, and it's gonna still feel like it was two minutes ago so i i never <laughs> and i know and i can i already know the answer before i say it but i never want to do that again i never no. want to be put in that position no i mean it just it wrecked yeah. me i mean right. and it, it 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 sucked it brought you right back in for me yeah. you know everything but at the same time just like you I'm glad it was me. Right. I mean, it was, you know, it, it was personal to me. And, and and clearly you guys started at the same time. I mean, I mean, you had that relationship. Right. Uh, you know, let me ask you this. I mean, this, your, your whole department, I, it has to be hurting after this. You're, you're in charge. I mean, what, what do you do? What's, what's the following weeks like? I mean, uh, you know, cause it's not, things are never going to be the same. Right. So I think uh, we need a couple days to uh, survive our hangover from the the day of the funeral. So a couple days after that, but it was it was somber like the last like the week after that, and uh, it guys were still you know saying I can't believe he's gone and you know but the only thing was that I think it was different was that it was four years like so we kind of like I, I look at it with my parents too that it wasn't just a car accident where it was wham you hit with it you deal with it and then you move on it was it was four years four years of seeing that this guy struggle man the warrior just struggling and and everything man but keeping everybody's spirits up so we kind of had time to prepare for it but we we really didn't so uh but for the weeks afterwards that's when we started i say about so it was December, maybe after the new. It was, so the the day that he was buried on the twenty third, the twenty sixth, we got a structure fire. So everybody was on gold on the ship that Jimmy worked. Uh, so it was kind of it was kind of not funny, but kind of coincidental. We said, "Oh, there's there's Carney already, you know, get, uh, getting us back or what? Not getting us back, but you know, getting us a fire." And I, I shouldn't I, we shouldn't wish for a fire, but it was just. It was just kind of coincidental and everything. So we were all kind of dedicating that fire to Jimmy. Every time we talk about it, we're always saying, yeah, it was the fire. It was, you know, the day after Jimmy's uh, or two days after Jimmy's funeral. But but slowly, but no, I wouldn't say slowly, but surely we, we, 
we already hit the ground running saying let's let's start doing stuff so we had our health and safety officer lieutenant mcwilliams uh we just started writing like jotting stuff down and what can we do better and it just kind of it quickly evolved like that first couple months after that and then ever since then we've been kind of just uh following it and trying to improve it as we go as we go along so it was i mean uh yeah it, like like you're saying like it wasn't it was about a week after maybe two weeks afterwards because of the new year and the holidays and all that but after that it was like wham i mean our guys just hit it like they did with jimmy Sherrill, man it was it was just everybody had a had a job and Everybody had, like you said, mentioned before, we had buy-in, man. It was, it was, I mean, it was easy buy-in because it was real, but uh, it was, it was, it was pretty, we had you guys come out uh, and talk and everything. And, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, like I said, it's still evolving. So, you know, it's, it's not going to end. And that's the, that's the fire service we live in now. So that's all I got. Yeah. No, no, it's perfect. It's, it's great. <laughs> um, going back, you know, I did want to say that like, you, you mentioned way early on in this talk, they, they gave Jim a year to live. Yeah. And it kind of, the guy made it over four. Yeah. Um, Crazy. So, it's a will uh, to live. It, it, well, it, and, and, you know, a family, yeah. kids. I mean, he did everything he could. Um, right. He never gave up, man. He never. I we used to take turns taking him to Northwestern down in the city. Uh, I took him one day to get. This is probably like his first couple bouts of chemo, and uh, you know you had to sit there and uh, for hours. You know, maybe it was the whole day getting the chemo, and we would joke and laugh, and we we I think we watched a YouTube video of the. 9/11 thing from the HBO special. We you know we just talked about fire stuff. We still bitched and moan about each other about getting in arguments because he was just a real brief history story about Jimmy and how he used to drive me nuts. He saw this thing on PPV and Midwest, East Coast, we don't do PPV. He saw this thing. He thought it was the best thing in the world. He would try to do it in training and we'd argue back and forth, man, like, but he'd never get mad. I would always be screaming and swearing and he'd just be like real nonchalant. That's how he was and so that's how we we pretty much talked about that during his chemo we still argue about the stupid ppv i shouldn't say stupid the we don't have enough experience (laughs) with it but it's just a different way of doing stuff but he was always that guy that said hey let's let's try something new let's you know the the this is new and we want to try and that's how it was but so uh but yeah but he like you said he he fought it man that guy just incredible and he always had a positive attitude and he was always for his kids and his wife i want to i want to be here for my wife and kids it's all he would say man but the guy went through hell he he got butchered he was ripped open all the time man he went to atlanta and got uh, a special operation and just they they it was just incredible and they kept buying time but he fought it tooth and nail man nice Um, now speak about fighting stuff um you know, your state, uh, like most states now, and, and all but one Providence, has a cancer presumptive law. And, and clearly, they're all different. Um, some are good, some are bad. Right. Um, so, correct me if I'm wrong, Jim and his family had issues getting approved. Mm-hmm. Well, they, 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 had, they had the, they got, um, 
through our pension board, they had his line of duty occupational uh, pension. So, um, but there's another there's another portion of the Illinois uh, statute for uh, it's called placebo benefits, uh, public safety employment benefits, uh, where you the way the law is written or could be interpreted as um, killed in the line of duty, responding so that the law says responding. I'm not, I'm not a lawyer, so I may butcher this up a little bit, but responding to an actual emergency. And there's been case law about what's an actual emergency, when does the emergency take place. Uh, there's been people that are rolling hose after a fire, blow their shoulder out, didn't get the benefit because the emergency is over. There's no longer an emergency. Even though you're at a fire, the emergency is over. So that's that's for lawyers to figure out. So Jim's family went for that portion of it and was denied by our trustees uh, based upon our our district uh, legal counsel stating that didn't meet the law. Uh, appealed it, took it to court. Uh, he did win it. Uh, they did win their case in court uh, with some statutory limitations on it. I'm not I don't want to uh, cite it because I'm not, I don't want to butcher it or make any incorrect statements. But his family did get the the placebo benefit, so uh, thankfully his wife and kids get insurance for uh, for for life. They get health insurance paid for by the district uh, for life, or when they turn you know Medicare and all that. And there's some other stuff that the state does for that benefit. The kids get that the state pays for in-state tuition. Uh, so if they're uh, if, there's, if it's Jimmy's two kids uh, get into any kind of Illinois State College that they're, they get a four-year uh, tuition reimbursement for that. Uh, they don't automatically get in, but they do get that reimbursed. So we did apply for the federal, and there's another state benefit, uh, death benefit, but we Jimmy's family was denied because it, it's uh, the, you need to meet the time frame. So you have to get from the the minute or the day you get diagnosed or injured, you have up to a year window to apply for it. Of course, Jimmy got diagnosed in 2013, 2012. I can't remember which. Uh, I think it was 2013. Uh, but so it was well over the the year thing. So, but he uh, so he got those two denied. But there there's there's another town next uh, near us that's fighting over the same thing, uh, cancer one of their firefighters succumbed to cancer and they're fighting the same thing Jimmy's going through right now. So just the, the villages and the towns, they don't, they don't see it. They don't see it as we do. And it's very emotional. It's very emotional because you want to do everything for them. Uh, but sometimes when legal gets through and people that don't see the way fi firefighters, you know, we're family, man, we're, we're, we're brothers, we're sisters, you know, we, we complain about each other, we fight with each other, we bicker, we make fun of each other, but, and when it comes down to it, man, we, we, and we fight to the end for each other. So, and some places or some villages or, uh, politicians or whatever, what, what, I, what have you just don't, don't see that side of it. They don't, they don't see that, that family side of it. So it's, it's hard for our members. I remember when Jimmy got denied, it was really emotional. And I, I was caught in the middle of it, and it was uh, it was hard for me, man, because it, it was it was brutal. I, I hated being chief at that time because it was just it just it just sucked. How how does that work being in your position? Because I mean, again, you grew up with a guy in the fire department. Um, 
you want to take care of him and his and his family as best as possible. Right. And, and you got your own trustees that are fighting that. Right. Um, I mean, or do you just have to be neutral, or do you? Well, I can give you, I can give my opinion. I can give my opinion on it and how I. But uh, when we work for a district, so we have our board of trustees. They they have the ultimate authority on 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 governing. I mean, they don't they don't interfere with any of our operations or anything like that. Um, but at the time, the three trustees uh, just saw it in a different light. They saw it as wording and based upon what our legal told them that's that's what they went with so i, I gave my opinion that i i thought that you know he he met it and but i mean i i knew there's no convincing at that point so um it was tough it, you know like you said you kind of got to be neutral but you you know you want to you want to do everything for you for your family man and and when i say family i mean that that's my family here i worry about these guys all the time and it it sucked. It was uh, it was not fun at all, man. I thought I was hated throughout the department, and it just it was so emotional, man, so emotional. Especially you know with Jimmy too. So I mean, it it just it was it was tough. It was a tough uh, tough couple. It was a tough year for that, but we got through it. And uh, I think uh, well, we're I have I have to imagine. I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt, but go ahead. When when they fought everything, I, I I'm just guessing that there was probably some firefighters that just felt like you didn't do enough. Yep. Oh yeah, and you're absolutely right. And I don't think I I think when you said there were some, I think it was probably maybe all <laughs> that didn't think I did enough. But um, and then when I look back at it, maybe maybe they're right. I mean, maybe I didn't do. Maybe I didn't stick my neck out. You know, I I, I possibly regret that. You know, to the day I, day I freaking die, probably that I should have, I should have done more. I should have tried to convince the board more. But you know, I'm learning, and you know, I just, at the time, I thought, you know, uh, I thought I did do a lot, uh, not just in that aspect, but with everything. So it just, uh, I don't know. I, I was learning, and I probably regret it. No, I, I don't say I probably. I do regret it. I should have done more, but. You know, and I try to, to when other towns are, are calling me up and say, you know, what do you, what do you guys do for Jimmy? You know, I, I tell them that, you know, this it was a learning experience for me, and you know, don't, I, I don't think I made a mistake on that aspect of it, but at the moment, I thought I was doing the best for not only for the district, but for you know our, our members too. But you know, maybe I could have done more. So a little self reflection, uh, introspect, maybe. I can try to convince, you know, somebody else going through the same thing that, you know, to learn from not only the good things we did, but the, probably some of the not bad things that I did. But, you know, just just learning experiences and hopefully uh, provide that to other other people that are looking for the same help. No, and, and I know we are. I mean, we're Monday morning quarterbacking, no right. doubt. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's been, you know, two years um, since Jim's passed, but uh, you know, it's not, again, it's not something you're used to doing every day. You no. don't want to do that every day. And hopefully you no. never have to deal with this again, but right. if you do, you'll be better prepared. Yeah. And if somebody else, um, goes through this situation, you're, you're there to help them out. Maybe this podcast helps them out. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure, but you know, there's, there's all, and especially this year from everything I dealt with, uh, 
clearly you're never you're never prepared for right. for everything this job throws at you. No, right? Yeah, you you know just as much as I do, man. I mean, you're going all over all over the country, and you know, hearing stories where we just kind of local. So, but you know, it's it's just it's real. It's a real thing right now, and you know, who know? It just it's it sucks. <laughs> but I could, we get know, through it, you know. With all that being said, after again spending time with you guys there, and still following up here and there with you, and you, you mentioned uh, John earlier too, um, you, you know, you can tell, and this is just my sense and my opinion for what it's worth. So just a couple pennies, really. Jim's death wasn't in vain. Right. I mean, you guys really, and, I, and I'm serious, I, and I from the heart, you guys made sure that this you, you want to make sure that this doesn't happen again and you know that change had to happen and you've embraced it and that is change is a, a naughty word in the fire <laughs> service right you know so you guys truly want to change and yeah be around uh for your families be able to retire and be healthy yeah we had an assistant chief that uh retired here he still comes around really great guy but he always used to say you know be you always want to be a burden on your pension system because just to live as long as you can you know but you know i always, I always we always kind of laugh about it but i always have I always have that back in my mind I always be a you know be a burden on your on your pension prove those actuarials wrong that you're not going to live to 67 or 65 i think it's 67 is a new number now but you know but yeah so we we're, we're trying man we're Step by step, you know, and hopefully we can keep improving. Well, and I, and I know it's, I, I told you, and I, I tell every apartment I, I deal with, it's not going to happen overnight. This is a right. process. You you start chipping away at the easy things that are implement. A lot of them are procedural. And then uh, you, you start knocking off the big things, so the things that are logistically different, difficult or uh, or costly. So and, not, not to interrupt you, but when you came out, you gave uh, some recommendations about, hey, you know, you should do this, you know, uh, you should do that. So I just wanted to, before, because I'll forget, uh, we, so our one station that you did the training at, we had the gear uh, kind of out in the open where the exhaust, we have an Ederman system, but the exhaust is right there and you kind of recommended, you know, uh, close that up or I forget what. So we, uh, we just got that room closed up the only thing missing right now we're just waiting for the door uh we got exhausted out to the outside and uh vented to the outside we get the walls up just waiting for the door to get installed and that that room will be uh that room will be clean or that room will be uh just for the recommendation you had we took the water fountain we have water fountains on the truck floors but those all have been shut off uh we moved the ice makers uh the one that it's the station where you taught at, we moved that. We were going to put an ice maker on the truck floor. You said no way, so we moved that into the kitchen. Uh, so we did not to uh, give you some. Well, I'll give you the credit because you you made the recommendation. So you made. So we were trying to chomp some of the stuff. We just can't do, especially at this uh, castle that we live that I live in right now. So, but our outlying stations, we are trying to. Uh, check off that list that you gave us so we we are like i said we're continuously making improvements not just with health and safety but all those recommendations about you know that you hear getting the 
ice machines off the chuck floor, minimize, probably, I say, minimizing your exposure. So that was, I just want to let you know that we have been, uh, I'll give you a little shout out for that. So it was good. <laughs> well, you're, you're making my head even bigger than it already is. But, it's pretty uh, big. It's not going to lie. It's pretty it big. It is big. It is big. <laughs> and it's even more noticeable because I actually started shaving it the other day. Yeah. So I'm now Yikes. bald and beautiful. <laughs> Uh, I should, while you're shouting out to me, though, I should shout out to, to Corkle Insurance because they're the ones that really introduced us. This podcast brought to you by Corkle Insurance. Corkle uh. Insurance <laughs> for all your home health and auto needs. <laughs> Sorry. I had to oh. do something stupid. <laughs> no, it's, hey. But yeah. I'm, they're great. I'm loving Corkle's the fact, awesome. I'm loving the fact that you've actually uh, can show that you can be G-rated uh, for over 30 It's hard, now. man. It's, it's over, hard. I got to I Ladies and gentlemen, don't he's going to get off this podcast and just <laughs> go on a Tourette's tirade with yeah. F-bombs and everything else. We'll so. have an adult-only podcast one time, just a, you know, a, a late-night, <laughs> after-hours uh, in the firehouse podcast. <laughs> Raw and uncensored. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Sugar. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you said, Corkle, Corkle's been awesome. There are... There are insurance broker uh, for everything. Uh, workman's comp, health, all that stuff. So they... We have uh, not just a business relationship, but we have a real personal relationship because what they do for the fire service compared to not to knock other places, but they're like you said, they use you, uh, your services, and everything. So they 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 want uh, it to improve too. So, right. go ahead. They're they're All awesome. Right. You didn't even hear that I, I threw out the e in your last name. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Two e's. Yeah, yeah, an, an extra. He. Make sure yeah. you, yeah, make sure you spell it right on the on the Twitter feed that, because uh, that'll not, be bad. Not not to be confused with your your dad, right? The former oh. chief. Now I may have to curse because <laughs> you may have to. <laughs> no, no, he's good. He's it's all good. Uh, I, because I know I'm gonna I'm gonna say this real quick. Tell this story just because uh, it, it, it speaks to my being naive about this whole thing. You know, when I go into these departments, um, and this is going to be again another reason why you you punch me. Now you get a combination punch me nice. uh, in, in the face. Um, you can't miss you know, that I, big head, man. Oh, I know. I I, uh, <laughs> I try to do my homework before I show up, and and I look, you know, on the Facebooks and newspaper articles and everything else, just trying to do homework and get a you know to see these guys in action before i actually get there and and i see this this chief the chief kruger i mean it appears to be a chief white helmet all that kind of stuff and uh so i have this vision in my head of already of how this chief kruger is going oh, to be when boy. i get there and you do not look like him at, at all you're at all. no no he in the pictures he looks about six six and you're about five six and uh, it was just, you know, I could tell this was a different person. I'm not 5'6". Five, 5'5", five, five, whatever. I'm whatever. six foot, brother. I'm just messing with you. But, again, me being naive and uh, sticking my foot in my mouth uh, constantly, <laughs> um, I asked, you know, like when I realized you're not him, he's not you, well, is that your dad? I remember I asked you that, and I did that yeah. in front of some of your other I know. Um, co-workers. Yeah, yeah. And they lost their shit, and uh, and you just instantly were like, MF. You know? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I get that when he was when he was still here. That he was, they would say, "Oh, you're you're Freddie's you're Freddie's uh, son and, and all our stuff." But he would have, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that yes, used to be. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's still alive and well, man. He's he Good. you got a, you got a kick out of him, man. I mean, he get he was not to get off on that subject, but he was old school. That guy was old. School. He taught me a lot of stuff. So I mean, we all like to you know. Whenever the chief leaves, you know, that right, guy, this guy, and that. But he, you probably would have had fun with this dude, man, because he was he was a bigger smartass than I am. And so it that must is, be the name. It might be the name, but he was he was pretty crafty. But yeah, so but he would embrace probably all this stuff. Him and Jimmy got along really well, and he would always be asking me about him uh, about that and give me some advice about a couple of things. But he was he was uh, yeah, he's he wasn't a bad guy, man. He just is. No. I, I wasn't school. saying that. I wasn't. No, saying no, no, that. no. I'm just saying he, he's got a lot of rap. He's just he's old school. A different generation, man. They're gonna be they're gonna be complaining about us. You know, we're already getting out of 20 years in February, and they're like, "When you leaving? When you leaving?" It's like, man, I don't want to leave. But you know, you know how it is. You know, the newer generation, and they're good. And now, just, I'm I'm not as old as you. I'm I'm a decade younger, but I still feel old with all these young kids around so i, I yeah. get it you've been in what for 20 years now probably or uh yeah all, t- all together yeah um right. may of 99 so a little over 20 okay. years uh, uh almost true. next month it'll be 19 yeah. years and, and you see uh, the, the they, new generation coming on and i mean they they're good they just you got to lead them a little bit and you know but they're they're probably the most buy-in you know they're most probably most cancer-feared people out there are they healthy but they're vegans and they're this and they're I mean they're always washing their gear and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of it's, it's good it's good. Well, and and a nice thing I imagine um, that they have that you and I didn't have is they're aware of this problem before they. Oh even start. yeah. Yep. Um, that wasn't the case for you and me. No, no, not at all. I mean, you, get, you got to get that. You can get it. No, no, I we, just hung up on as a secretary. I just hung up on. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah but she not she but i like i said i grew up city of chicago man and even when i worked at uh you know my first paid on call job it was three-quarter boots and you never wash your gear man you, you wash your gear you'd be crucified you don't wash your gear that's a that's a rite of passage you know and now it's just it's not it's not that way anymore you know absolutely well, let me let me get you off of here uh, with this. Um, I do a little thing at the end called the twenty-five random questions. But before I do that, I'm just going to put it on you. And I know you haven't probably even thought about it, but uh, you know, obviously, being a New Year's uh, episode, um, any resolutions for 2020? No, nope, I hate resolutions because it just they never they never come to fruition. They give them. Uh, I I like goals. So I have in my office, I write down, I look at my thing right now for 2019 and I'll just start brainstorming and I'll write goals down. So I got everything marked. I got everything done for 2019. I guess you can call them resolutions, but uh, they're all done. So I'll be working on my 2021. But I would say in terms of air quotes, resolutions, um, we do, we're going to try to do a strategic planning process. We haven't done in a couple of years, but it's going to be everybody's involved. Uh, and that's probably going to be one of the biggest ticket items is uh, better standard operating procedures. I'm sure our health and health and fitness initiative is really going to take off. 
even more. But um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I've you know get down and dumb sometimes. But you know, we got a bunch of we just promoted three new, added three new officers, and they're they're awesome. I mean, I'd say well, our ones are good, but they're 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 taking the, the place by the horns, and they they want to lead. So uh, I just I just I just see us going moving positive uh, even further. Probably with our new state, hopefully get our new station done. Uh, but in terms of health and fitness initiative, like we're talking about now, is that we're going to focus more on quality of product rather than uh, price and what's in the best interest of our uh, members in terms of uh, health and health and fitness and probably cancer prevention. I, I mean, I, I kind of get sick of saying the cancer prevention, but it is. It's 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 hard and it's it's well, it's real. It's real. If you're if you're bringing on new members, they probably need to hear about it. Yeah. And uh, it's the nice thing is that there's so much research going on, and and this is just ever evolving. I mean, yeah. What I talked to you about, you know, a little over a year ago, some of it's already changed, and that's exactly. that's a good thing. You know? Yeah. No, I I hear you, man. Especially like you said, like I mentioned before that. After you left, we took the checklist and we're, you know, slowly but surely marking it off. So I, we, we take it serious. We don't just, you know, oh, you guys are coming out. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And, but, you know, we, we take it to heart. And like you said, because it's, it's Jimmy. Like he didn't die in vain. He, that legacy will, will continue on, not just for leadership, but for, you know, overall operations of our department. Nice. Now, let me go back to these 25 questions. Um, Holy shit. Uh, we're not going to do 25 questions. Oh, phew. we're not going to do 25. No, I, I know you got to get out of here in a little bit, but uh, I'm going to have you just pick a few of them. But okay. what they are is they're numbered one through 25, and so pick a pick a number. I'll throw out a question to you, and we'll do that. Five. Just a couple. T- oh, okay. This will, by the way, this is the last time I'm going to use this list next year. I'm going to debut a new list. So nice. Number five, though, is uh, and this is this is almost cheating this is almost bullshit this question for you especially all right new york or chicago pizza come on dude i know new york right i don't think new york even has pizza <laughs> it's chicago and it's no deep dish it's thin crust and it has to be cut in squares cannot be cut in triangles that's not pizza you gotta cut in squares and it's gotta be thin crust we get in this argument all the time because where I work and where I live is two different areas, and there's no pe- there's no pizza up here. You might as well, you might as well just put it in a microwave oven. But yeah, so thin crust in squares, done deal. Okay, fair enough. Um, how about another another question? No, no, uh, excuse me, another thirteen, number. thirteen. <laughs> Favorite holiday? Because you because you are like the holiday guy. Favorite holiday. They're all good. Let me think. I hate the winter, but I love Christmas. I like Christmas. Christmas season is, is probably the best. Christmas holiday, like, or whatever denomination. Just the, the holiday season, like, right around this time. Like, we're, from last week up until the end of the year. It's awesome. You know, we're we're recording this on December 23rd, which is actually Festivus. Nice. I love Are George you familiar, you familiar with Festivus? Dude. Yes. I am probably the Seinfeld. Well, there's a couple other guys that are pretty good at Seinfeld, but we have our little group that we uh, that we have. So yeah, I have a Festivus pole at my house actually. Nice, nice. You should go around and uh, to the stations today and air all the grievances. Air all the grievances. Have, a, have, yeah. have unfortunately, 
part about that is George Costanza's uh, boss, his name is Kruger. So, yeah. Which <laughs> is, uh, yeah. So we have fun with that. <laughs> I actually have a picture all of Kramer. Right. I'm looking at the picture of Kramer. Do you watch Seinfeld at all? Some lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they get that picture of portrait of Kramer, that, that Jerry's girlfriend painted for him. And the, the two the old Kramer. people. I have it yeah. in my garage. It's in my office right now. I'm looking right at him right now. Yeah. That's right. And people I come in like, that. It is there. You, yes. you, go in these, you go in these chief's offices and they got like helmets and all these trumpets and bugles. And I got a fucking picture of Kramer. So they're like, good Lord, man. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> one more. One more. 26. Oh, wait. You only had 25? Damn it. Uh, 5, 13. Number one. Pick another one. Why? What's wrong with number one? Well, Too easy? Best food where you live. You're going to say pizza, right? Nah, nah, Fish. nah. Oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, pick another one. Uh, we're going to go with 15. <laughs> Is that wrong when I laugh? I don't um, know. I'd be, in it. I'd be interested in how you're going to answer this. Uh, who would play you in a movie regarding your life? Wow. Who would play... I have an adult name I'm going to say, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, who would play? I would probably. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I'd probably say Dennis Leary. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I got an uncle that looks exactly like him. So that's why he was over at my house for Christmas party Saturday. So we we're just kind of laughing about it. Yeah, but. I would say Dennis Leary. You definitely have that. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard the song, but the A S S O L E. Yep, it's on my. It's on my. I told you not to not to cuss, and here I am. See, I'm the professional man. Clearly, right? You're you're also on the clock and paid right now. So true, and I'm not hungover either from the Bears game because I went to bed after the second quarter. I put who's I've watching. Stopped, I stopped watching my Bengals. I got at least I got the Buckeyes going on. Oh boy, yeah, Bengals are bad. Which which you never you always confuse Ohio with somewhere else. Where do you say I'm from? I forget. Was it K- Kentucky or some shit? No, he's you're Cleveland. Didn't I say Cleveland? Cle- Cle- that's Akron. what it was. Cleveland. You're from Akron, right? No, no, Akron's where I always say because they make the tires or something like that. No, yeah, Akron. I'm right? from uh, I'm from Dayton. I know. Right, brothers. A so venture of the uh, pop uh, tab, you know, cap thing. Yeah. So when people say Kruger is one E, now you know how it feels when when people say you're from Akron when you should be from Dayton. Kind of the same thing. They're really about the same. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. That's <laughs> so, uh, you know, thanks again for coming on here. Sure. Uh, I know we went down the rabbit hole and brought up some kind of uncomfortable topics uh stuff that you don't probably talk about every day or try to think about uh at least all the negative things but um i know you were going to be okay with doing this because i know that it would be beneficial to those uh, other firefighters and fire chiefs out there who uh you know may have to go through this but hopefully they don't but if they do you know, you're someone that they could reach out to yeah, and definitely. kind of go over things. Yep. If anybody wanted to contact you, how would they go about that? Um, do you want me to give my email, or do you, how do you? What's what's the easiest Just way for? How about street address? 
kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, one Main Street. No. Um, like what? What's the best? What's the best avenue uh, for that? How about how about email? And uh, you said you're on Twitter, right? So throw that out there. Yeah. So Twitter. I don't even know what that handle is on Twitter. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Handsome, look at social handsome media, but I'm awkward chief. fire chief. Yeah, that's me. Thirteen. Actually, it's LRFPD at Lincolnshire FD. That's our Twitter handle. I was close. Yep. And then our, our web uh, our web page our website's on there too. And then, but don't if you want to email me, uh, can I get my email address? Is it okay? I will allow that. Yes. Okay. So it's uh, T Kruger. It's T K R U E G E R at L R F P D dot org. That's the best way to reach me. Perfect. Yeah, and I'm I'm willing to just hand everything over to what, what, all the stuff that we have, and uh, just in kind, if you got or do you want to give me a, a shout to say you. You got me beat by 10, 10 times. Uh, you got something better that, or you found out something better. By all means, man, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. But uh, if whatever you need from me or from us, that we'll, we'll we'll lay it out. We'll take pictures of all our stuff and move forward from there. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on here. Uh, I'm on. Uh, I'm FF Cancer Consult on the Twitter. I'm on the Facebook. I'm on the LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on the the uh, uh, Tinder, n- not really, but wow, uh, no, I'm not. But, but that always gets Insta? a good joke. In my, Are you on Insta? Uh, I am on Instagram. Yes, really. I still have to get that. Yes, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I have it. <laughs> all right. Nice. Well, thanks again. I will uh, have all your your ears uh, next year, 2020, new cool. decade. Yeah, man. I really all appreciate right. you contacting me and let me do this. It was it was fun. No, good good times, uh, Chief. I appreciate it, and I'm sure I'll talk to you here soon. All Hopefully, right, I'll actually get to see you sometime soon. Yeah, no worries. If you're ever in the area, give me a shout. We'll hook up, man. You know I will. Maybe All you right. can show me some real Chicago pizza. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll hook you up, man. <laughs> we'll hook you nice. up. All, All right, right, brother. Have a good holiday, okay? You and your All family. Right. You too. Thank you. All right, buddy. See ya. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.